At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi, everyone. It's Nicole. Here's where we are in the story. Joshua was doing what God called him to do, which was to conquer city by city and group by group throughout all of the promised land. Along the way, we heard about how God stopped the sun in the middle of the sky until the Israelites won one of their battles. Then after that, the Israelites continued their conquest through other regions of the land, and God continued giving them success after success after success, because this whole conquest was part of what God promised Abraham many years ago. There were three main things God promised Abraham. Do you remember what those things were? God promised Abraham land, lots of children, and that he would bless anyone who blessed him and curse anyone who cursed him. Thinking back through the Bible stories we've heard so far, we've heard about people being afraid of the Israelites because there were so many of them. And we've heard stories where someone went out of their way to help the Israelites which resulted in them being blessed by the Israelites' protection later. But today's story will be focused mainly on the Israelites moving into the land God promised Abraham so long ago. Joshua was growing old, so God told him to divide up the land among the tribes. Not all of that land had been conquered yet, so God reminded Joshua that he would help Joshua and the Israelites as they continued their conquest. Dividing up the land among the 12 tribes of Israel had a similar purpose to when God organized their camp in the desert. It brought order into what would otherwise be total chaos. And it let everyone know where their new homes would be. So let's start with the tribe of Levi, also known as the priests. They received no land for themselves. Well, technically, they were given towns to live in within other tribes' land but that's because their inheritance was what they got to do every day, care for the tabernacle and worship God. Their needs had always been provided for by the other tribes' offerings to the Lord, so the inheritance of land was the same. They didn't get their own land, but they got the blessing of living in other tribes' land as they worshiped God like no other tribes were able to do. The land east of the Jordan River was given to the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh, because Moses had promised it to them before he died. The land west of the Jordan River was given to the tribes of Judah, Ephraim, and the other half of the tribe of Manasseh. Caleb got to choose his land up in the hills, since he had trusted the Lord when he spied out the land. Next, Joshua gathered the leaders of the seven remaining tribes, told them to each send three men to map out the remaining land, and then bring back a proposal on where dividing lines should be. Then, once they did that, Joshua cast sacred lots to determine which tribe would go where. Wondering what casting sacred lots is? Well, it's something the Israelites did to help them make decisions like this. We aren't sure exactly what they used, but we do know the practice is similar to flipping a coin or rolling dice. Now, back to the story. After the land was divided among all the tribes, the Israelites gave a piece of land to Joshua because like Caleb, the Lord had said he could have any town he wanted. 
So Joshua chose a town in the hill country of Ephraim. Now, even though the Israelites experienced a lot of success, as they settled into the land, they continued to struggle to do everything that the Lord had commanded them to do. To be more specific, the tribes of Judah, Ephraim, and West Manasseh failed to drive out all the people living in their land. So we'll have to see if that works out well for them or not in future stories. Let's review today's story with a few questions. Question one, which two men got to choose where they lived and why? Question two, why did God have the Israelites divide up the land? Question three, talk to your parents about where you'd want to live when you grow up. Maybe even take time to draw what your house would look like. The Israelites' conquest of the Promised Land was nearly finished, and they were moving into the Promised Land. God was faithfully bringing them into the land He had promised to Abraham, generations and generations before Joshua and his fellow Israelites. As we see God remembering His promises from so long before, we see the Israelites forget what God called them to do. And from what we've seen in previous stories, it will probably bring trouble their way before long. Friends, we are forgetful just like the Israelites. So praise God, He is not like us. He doesn't change His mind and He remembers His promises. His biggest promise being the blessing that would one day come from Abraham's family line, which all of these little stories are leading us to. The birth of God's own son, our perfect rescuer, Jesus. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.